This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. So if you would have asked me if I knew what adrenal fatigue was two years ago, I would have been like, what? Adrenal what? (laughs) As I was like chugging my double shot lattes every day, every afternoon. But I have since learned what adrenal fatigue was. I, at one point last year, was working with a dietitian and she requested or suggested that I do a Dutch test just to get an idea of where my hormones were and different things like that. And so anyways, we ordered one. It's an at-home test. It's a dry urine test. And the results came back and turned out based off of where my cortisol levels were and how they were um, reflected in the patterns, she basically told me, you have signs of pretty severe adrenal fatigue. And it made complete sense because I had been sleeping a lot and I was just irritable and there were multiple things that just weren't myself. So I asked her to explain more about that, what that was. And, you know, I basically kind of got when, when she told me that I was like, oh, that could explain why I've not even felt rested after even sleeping for 10, 11, 12 hours. That's why I felt really lethargic. That's why I've been irritable. That's why I've kind of been probably a little bit disengaged. I was just feeling kind of like meh about everything. If you've ever felt just like meh, (laughs) that could be a sign of burnout. Um, And I didn't know that at the time. I at least thought burnout was when you were like frazzled and crazed. But I think that's actually from what I've learned now, that's like pre-burnout. And so in this episode, I want to share what I wish I would have known before hitting complete and total burnout um, and how I could have maybe supported my adrenals, my stress levels, my wellness, my mental health, all of that a little bit better before hitting the point of just my adrenals completely burning out and my entire body just being like, nope, we're done. We're done here. So if you are a hard worker, if you have been through big life change, if you are walking through a season of grief or hardship, if you have just been through a lot in the last few months or even years of your life, pause everything you're doing. Well, keep driving if you're driving or keep walking if you're walking or running, but listen to this one. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. This is just to encourage you, give you a few thoughts, but I want to share with you what I wish I would have known before hitting burnout. So without further ado, let's dig into this one. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. So here's what I wish I would have known before I reached burnout and severe adrenal fatigue. The first thing is this, burnout doesn't only come from overworking ourselves, but can also come from grief, and big life events or changes like moving, a new job, marriage, et cetera. So when I was told that I had adrenal fatigue, which is essentially like the scientific affirm or confirmation of like, yeah, you're probably pretty burned out. 
because I think sometimes we think burnout is just like, I'm tired, but there's usually more like to it beneath the surface. And when I reflected on the last few years, it was like, oh, yep, I got married. I moved across the country, moved back from across the country, bought a house, like multiple moves in my life at the time. Also kind of started my career, then shifted careers a bit. So I had new jobs and new professional aspirations that I was pursuing and achieving. I had traveled a lot and I had worked really hard and I had worked late nights. So all three of those things, plus I had experienced grief and I had experienced physical trauma. So you add all of those things together and I was like, ah, makes sense. But it doesn't have to be that you have all of those. If you tend to overwork yourself, if you're working 12 hour days, if you are, you know, consistently feeling like you're all over the place when it comes to just your sleep patterns and how you're resting. And if you're not resting at all, like all of those things can contribute to burnout, but it can also come from a big life event, from something that's uh, really hard in your life, from loss, from illness, from grief, from moving, from getting a new job. Like All of those things can lead to burnout, one of them or multiple of them combined. So that's really interesting to know because I always just thought burnout was like, oh, you're working too hard, but there's more to it. So that, and then also, I wish I would have known that if you start to become emotionally exhausted, withdrawn, or even kind of cynical, you might be more than just tired, or it might be more than just PMS. You could be actually completely burned out. That's why I say when I look back and I started to see like, oh, that could be why X, Y, and Z happened and why I had X, Y, and Z symptoms. So be aware of those things. If you start to notice yourself feel these ways, like that could be a sign of burnout. Then also, if I could go back and tell myself like two years ago how to kind of prevent burnout or just what I wish I would have known, I would encourage myself to think about what overwhelms me or stresses me out and then unapologetically set strong boundaries around any of those things that you have control of. And I say that because there are some things that you may just not have control of. There are some factors in our life that could stress us out, but that we don't have much say over. It could be, you know, the demands of of our job or certain things like that. But if there's certain boundaries like, well, I may not be able to completely avoid my boss who's very demanding, but I can set a boundary on the fact that I'm not going to check email after 6 p.m. or things like that. Like you might be able to say, I'm not going to look at blue light the hour before I go to bed. Like certain boundaries like that can be helpful. You may not be able to avoid all that stresses you out because then that wouldn't be being a human, right? We all have stressors in our life, but putting some sort of boundary or limit on the ones that we do have control of and that we can set a little bit more of a limit on can be a huge just tool and a huge blessing in our life and such a powerful and empowering step to take. So that's one thing I would encourage myself with. Also, I would encourage my younger self or myself before burnout that boundaries do not make you a bad boss, friend, or employee. They don't make you lazy. They make you wise. These are actually wise things to set and can keep you healthy. They can help prevent burnout, which then turns you into a grouchy spouse and a disengaged friend and a lethargic employee and all those things that you don't want to be, right? So preventing burnout is actually going to make you healthier and better at these roles that you serve in your life. Also, I would tell myself to limit how often you check your email, especially during the weekends and the and the evenings. Limit how often you check your email, how much you make yourself available, and what projects and commitments you raise your hand for. I kind of used to be a I say yes to everything kind of person. I used to be very plugged in and I can still struggle with this from time to time, but I've gotten a lot better about like over holiday weekends. I'm just going to not be playing on social or not playing. I don't play. I work on social media, but I'm not going to be spending time on social media if I can help it. Or I'm not going to check my email after seven o'clock on a Friday. I'll wait till Monday morning or, you know, setting some of those things, choosing to say, 
I don't have to be available for everyone all the time. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not commit to that project, even if it seems like a good opportunity. Just because it's a good opportunity may not mean it's the right thing for you to do in this time or this season of your life or your career. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. So limit how often you check your email, how much you make yourself available, and what projects or commitments you raise your hand for. Don't just say yes because you don't want to let somebody down. Say yes because future you will thank you for doing it now. If you're like, that project, I really want to do it, but I really don't have the time, 
And if it's going to burn me out in six months or if it could contribute to burnout down the road, I should say no. If you're like, I have so much capacity and I could take that on because that's something I've always wanted to do and future me will be so thankful that I did this, then great, do it. But be very choosy about which projects you say yes to, which commitments, which volunteer work, all of the things that can start to fill up your schedule. Be very specific and choosy and it's okay to be picky about those things. What's going to take up your time and fill up your margin that is something to be discerning about. And I think you should pray about. I think it's okay to seek counsel about, especially if they're bigger commitments or they're ongoing commitments. So that's uh, one another thing that I would tell myself. I would also tell myself before burnout, my, myself before burnout, I would tell her to prioritize your sleep, shut down devices at least an hour before bed. Kind of, I guess, you know, the reason I say that is because I tend to sleep better if I have a break from looking at blue light or screens or my phone. Um, at least an hour before I go to bed. So I try to just put it on airplane mode, turn off the TV, go into my bathroom, wash my face, do my, you know, kind of nighttime routine, whether that's taking a warm shower, washing my face, taking my supplements, all of that. And then laying down and reading for 30 minutes or 15 minutes, journaling for five to 10 minutes, doing a little bit of just kind of activity that is relaxing and helps me wind down rather than something that's stimulating my mind too much and you know, putting blue light into my brain basically from a screen, right? Um, I'd also tell myself, get fresh air daily, take a little personal time. It's okay to just take time for yourself. Even if you don't enjoy being alone, it can be really rejuvenating. Um, say, stay off social media at least one day a week and get a hobby. I mean, this sounds so obvious, but like I used to suck at hobbies and I still am not that great at having hobbies. But even the other day I was talking to my mom and she's like, we should look up some other hobbies for you because I've gotten into reading and I've gotten into gardening. But she's like, what about other seasons when you can't garden? So we've started to explore like what other hobbies could I take on? So hiking is a big one that I enjoy. Um, gardening is one that I enjoy. Reading is one that I enjoy. But I'm looking at some other creative hobbies that would be great over the winter, whether that's doing puzzles or painting or something else that's just like not for pay, not part of my job, not really all that productive, but productive in the sense that it allows my mind and my heart to reset. And it's just an enjoyable activity. So I'm going to say those again. Prioritize your sleep, shut down devices at least an hour before bed, get fresh air daily, take a little personal time, stay off social media at least one day a week. I tend to take Saturdays off. Sometimes it's Fridays. It just depends. Sometimes I'll do like Saturday afternoon to Sunday evening. So it's like a little over a full 24-hour window, although I'm sleeping some of those hours. Sometimes I'll do it that way. Sometimes it's just all day Saturday. But my goal is to give myself a full 24 hours off of social media at least one day a week as often as possible. There are some weeks that just don't allow for that if it's like a launch week for me or something, but as much as I can do that, I try to do that. And lastly, get yourself a hobby. Research something, try something, put yourself out there, do something you wouldn't normally do, learn about something you wouldn't normally learn. That can truly be so life-giving. And also give yourself permission to say no, to ask for help and to grow slow. You really don't have to accomplish everything at once. You don't have to be superwoman. Even if it seems like others expect you to be, here's your reminder to free yourself of the pressure of trying to do and be everything to everyone. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in.
To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.